Accelerating your fandom, this is Flash TV Talk. Welcome to Flash TV Talk, the fan podcast dedicated to news, reviews, and more for the hit CW show, The Flash. I'm Bo. And I'm Belle. Belle, man, how you doing tonight? I'm doing all right, man. It's uh, it's time to get back in the swing of things. Oh my gosh, man! The cobwebs are here. They are all over the place. How? Who? Who was in charge of cleaning over the break? I don't know what's going on here. It would seem no one. Absolutely crazy, man. Absolutely. Cra- we need to. We need definitely need to get somebody on that next year. That's that. That is a must. Indeed. And uh, I have the perfect person in mind. Oh, who's that now? uh spider-man oh well that he he does have uh, some knowledge when it comes to the webs but of course he is in an entirely different universe because we ladies and gentlemen are talking to some dc tv getting ready for season four of the flash really excited to be talking to you tonight uh and uh and yeah getting hyped for it next week man we are literally just one week away from this next season of the flash and I'm really excited, man. I, I, I'm I've got a lot of emotions as I'm kind of processing what this next season is going to be. Uh, admittedly, I feel differently going into the season than I have in seasons past, but I'm sure we'll talk more about that. Uh, actually, in our, our last episode that we did, man, for Flash TV Talk, we kind of talked a little bit about it. But um, but but the important thing is that tonight it's not about us; it's about you guys. Uh, as we have done in years past, whenever we've got a new season of The Flash coming in, we like to open up these Skype lines to you to gather up some of your thoughts, uh, get hyped with you, find out what you're most looking forward to, find out what theories you have going into this season, or really talk about uh, you know whatever whatever it is that you are most hyped for as we enter into this season. Now, this is a uh, call-in show. Things could get crazy. This is being done live. Uh, we do ask those of you calling in to remember that we we try to maintain a family show here. Uh, you know, it is very much work safe. So uh, as we geek out, let's geek out in uh, as cleanly a way as possible. Now, keeping that in mind, do remember that those of you old enough to imbibe alcohol, we have a game where every time I am disconnected from the call, we all take a drink. Yes. And uh, I think I think we can go ahead and plan on that. Bell, what are you uh, enjoying this evening? Tonight, I am enjoying a fine uh, Belgian beer, uh, Stella Artois. Oh, the Stella Artois chalice celebrates the beer and the Stella Artois <laughs> beer. I like how you switched from accents like halfway through that. <laughs> well, wait. <laughs> I guess it's... it's like, a, oh, it's like, it's like French to like Spanish in like the blink of an eye. And wasn't it supposed to be Italian technically? I don't know what you were doing. <laughs> the Stella, Stella. It should be... No, no- that's... Marlon Brando. Yeah, no, it's New Orleans, man. Stella, Stella, Stella. I, I need you so much to bring me some pasta. I'm so hungry. I'm gonna, I'm gonna yell at you and then pick you up outside in the rain and then bring you back in and then have questionable relationship with your sister. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, Rosebud was a sled. That's a spoiler from the other movie that I'm in. Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> they, they, look what. Look how they butchered my son. Look how they butchered my boy. All right, I can't, I can't do my Brando. All right, man. That's yeah, yeah. That, that that is perhaps for another night. But hey, man, let's let's go ahead and open up the Skype lines. We got some fun things to talk about, and we want to start talking about them with you. First up on deck, man, we got our boy Captain Dooley, all the way from Sunshiny Texas, uh, the the Sunshine State. No, that the Lone Star State. Yeah, yeah, that was bad. I I, I greatly apologize. I'm here. Captain. Oh, I'm still here too. <laughs> hey, we did it correct. Captain Dooley, a.k.a. Kevin in the building, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, hey, brother, how you doing? I'm good. How are you guys? Now, last time we saw you, sir, we were all in Austin, Texas, eating some pizza, drinking some beer, a little bit of a meetup during South by Southwest. How, how have you been since then? Uh, I have been great. Uh, had a real busy summer running around for work all over the place, uh, but just starting to settle back in and... Uh, you know, ready for some uh, DC TV this fall. Man, so I am sitting at home. super stoked. We've got some big announcements for this season, uh, not just with Flash, but with DC TV as a whole. Of course, we've got that major uh, crossover, uh, Crisis on Earth X. Uh, man, what, what are you, some of your thoughts in this season coming in from uh, for just from DC TV broadly? Well, first of all, I'm like really excited that they're doing Crisis in some form or fashion um, because uh you know, I first picked up a comic in 86 or 87, right after uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths. So I grew up with Wally West as Flash. Oh, yeah. So the whole uh, season finale last uh, season, 
I was like, oh, great, we're getting Wally West as Flash, and then I hear they're doing Crisis, and <laughs> it's this, this is going to be a good season. I So, you know, for me personally, man, you know, I, I think I mentioned it last episode, I, I feel kind of conflicted going into this season. This one seems almost like a... We're, we're almost going into a season comfortably. I mean, we, we ended on a major cliffhanger with Barry getting sucked into the speed force, but with all of the promos, it's all, you know, they've tipped the bean can all the way over. We know Barry's coming back. So I almost kind of feel like the tension isn't there in the same way that it has been in, in previous seasons. But but what about you, man? What do, what do you think about the season going in? Yeah, you know, I agree with that. Uh, like I said, I was really looking forward to Wally as Flash. And then every promo shows Barry's back and Barry's got a new suit. And uh, I was... Yeah, the, you're right. They tipped the can too early. It's it. You know, I wanted there to be. You know, is he coming back? You know, uh, mm-hmm. at least a few an an episode of that. But you know, we already know. Yes, he's coming back. Obviously. Um. So yeah, I I would agree with that. It definitely took some of the tension away. It's like okay, things were crazy, but oh, it's gonna be okay. Look, the team's doing fine. Even you know, Caitlin's normal now. She has a job. You know, stuff like that. <laughs> it's like they just they took everything and wrapped it up in the off season for us. Which, uh, I guess, on the other hand, does leave a lot of mystery of what is this season going to be about then if they wrapped up everything in the offseason. Mm, mm. Bell, what are your thoughts on that? You know, I agree. It's one of those things where I was excited as well because I was hoping we were going to see a Wally West flash for, you know, a couple episodes at least. But it seems like with these shows, time progresses in the offseason. And, you know, it's like because the, the, the promo is reading, oh, what's Iris going to do? Or she she's got, you know, second thoughts or whatever about Barry for leaving her for six months to go fix the speed force. So Barry, while the, the season, you know, the show hasn't even playing, they've been doing stuff. And so we we get to miss all of that. And that's the stuff I wanted to see was like Wally as <laughs> <laughs> as the flash. But instead, you know, uh, I, I, I'm hoping they're going to give us at least one episode of Wally being the flash in the red suit before or, or at least a portion of an episode. Uh, before we get Barry back. But yeah, it, it seems like all the stuff that I kind of was excited about happened while uh, while the offseason was going on. So it's stuff they, you know, didn't film or anything. So that, that that's kind of sad. But, you know, hey, it should be a fun season regardless. I, I will say this. I mean, uh, have, have either of you guys ever watched the television series Black Sails? No. Kevin? No. Okay, uh, so so Black Sails is a uh, it's a stars program. It's uh, it's a show that kind of tells a a prequel to uh, the the novel, the children's novel uh, Treasure Island, but does so in a very kind of you know HBO esque style uh, to it. And I, I remember one particular season where they 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 left on a cliffhanger, and then when you got back, it seemed like they were leaving on a cliffhanger where everybody was going to be at each other's throats. But the first episode back, everybody's all cool and groovy, and they're jumping into a whole different story that they didn't set up, but ended up being a very epic story in an, in its own right. So to some extent, I, I wonder if by clearing out kind of all of the uh, the drama and the suspense are, are, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, we, we kind of know that Barry's coming back eventually. Now I'm with you guys. I think that there's a, a lot of fodder for, for story in terms of Barry being gone for, for, you know, an extensive amounts of time. I think that could do amazing thing for Wally's character development. I think you can even do things with Grant Gustin as a character or as an actor and, and do flashbacks, uh, literally flashbacks, maybe even, you know, have something where Barry is running through time to get back to the present so that he has his story as kind of a B story or maybe an A story. And then what's going on in the present is kind of a B story with, with Wally becoming the flash. There's a lot of things they could do there. And at some point they still have that ability to tell those kind of stories. When you're dealing with time travel, that's always on the table, but all that to say by clearing out some of, you know, we know this is going to happen. So why don't we just go ahead and get there and just clear the deck? They could be setting up to an epic tale beyond anything that, you know, they've, they've set up in the past. It might be, uh, you know, a blank page might be exactly what this series needs right now. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with that. Um, it there is something to be said about building your story and and you know building on the previous stories and all that. But uh, it's one of those things where if you just keep building higher and higher and higher, at some point you've got to re level set or it just gets to be too much. So maybe that's what they're doing. Uh, you know, they're setting us up for the first non speedster big bad, mm-hmm. um, and uh, maybe that that's just what this is. This is a level set. Now the non-speedster big bad is is kind of a, a big component of this. I mean, it's something that I think that a lot of um, you know a lot of the community, a lot of the fans have said they they want to see not a repetition. Um, you know, Barry not just going up against another speedster. Uh, but for me, I almost feel like that that really does kind of take away some of the the fear factor because you know he he has a speedster. Who else? 
who else really poses a threat. But but what are your thoughts going into this uh, this idea of, of dealing with a big bad that is not a speedster in any form or fashion? Well, I think using DeVoe is, is, is a really good um, take on that because you're right, physically, who can match the Flash if he's not going up against another speedster? So how do you combat that uh, issue? You give him a primarily not a physical villain, mm. right? You give him someone who's really smart so now not that barry's an idiot by any means but this stretch him in ways that he's not used to you know he can't just run around in a circle throw a lightning bolt and call it a day he's got to <laughs> think through it oh uh, yeah I, I i agree this is one of those things where you know in, in last season we had with savitar he uh seemed to know everything and seemed to be smart but that was because he had future knowledge because he had experienced this now this is going to be an entirely different situation because devoe's just smarter and so he's going to outthink flash and uh they really don't have a means to combat that. They can't like, you know, give him, am- give Barry amnesia and have him forget these things. So it, it'll be, it'll be neat to see how they choose to, uh, to address that. Uh, Lauren in the chat is saying, to be fair, it was obvious that Barry was coming back. So I'm glad that we've kind of moved past uh, that onto other aspects of the season. I think that was part of the problem with season three flashpoint. It was all, uh, all the focus of the marketing. So people thought it was going to be a bigger part of the season. I think, I think she's exactly right. Uh, in terms of kind of managing expectations, um, they're doing a much better job going into the season, or at least it seems they're doing a much better job. Uh, now, now last episode, we talked a little bit about this idea of kind of going up against, uh, Barry's own personal Lex Luthor, uh, Kevin, exactly what you're talking about going up against a, a mental villain versus a, a physical one. And you know, the, the fact of the matter is Barry is very much a smart guy. I mean, as a forensic scientist in that first ever episode, we saw him doing that Sherlock thing that we never saw him do again. Bell, do you think we might actually see uh, some Sherlock Barry returning this season? You know, I hope so, because that's one of the things that we haven't really focused on about, you know, Barry Allen's character. Like you said, he's a really smart forensic scientist. And he, he you know, like like Batman, Batman's a, a very, very we've never seen that really in a movie uh, where, you know, Batman gets to show his detective side. Uh, Superman has the super intellect. We really don't get to see that. So I'm hoping this is an opportunity to really show uh, other there are other elements. There's other things about the Flash than being sad sometimes and running fast. He's also very <laughs> smart. <laughs> Oh man, fair point. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, so so I'm hoping this this will be an avenue for them to showcase some of the Flash's other powers and other abilities outside of his speed and emoness. All right, fair enough. Well, Kevin, man, uh, any other any other thoughts that you'd like to share going into this season? Anything else uh, you're you're hyped about? You want to want to share your thoughts? Put them out there in the ether. I'm just really excited to see where they take this. Since you know, if if this is a level set and we've got a new villain, and uh, you know, I always enjoyed seeing the Flash work with Batman. You know, as we were talking about his intellect, so mm. getting to see that side of him is going to be, I, I think, I hope it's going going to be exciting. Yeah, absolutely, man. It, it should be a, a blast, and uh, we're going to be looking forward to it, man. Next time I'm in Austin, the three of us got to get back together, get some pizza. Absolutely. Sounds like a plan. The three amigos. (laughs) (laughs) All right, man. Have a good one, Kevin. You too. Bye. All right. Guess what? We just hung up on Kevin. Bell's still here, ladies and gentlemen. All right. So I'm keeping you all sober tonight. uh, Okay. Drink for posterity's sake. Or or pour one out for me not getting disconnected. One or the other. (laughs) I don't know. No, man, it's all good. It's all good. Uh, man, like he's exactly right. I mean, I think that uh, some of the biggest uh, thoughts that a lot of us have going into this season are all kind of surrounded about the, those expectations. And uh, because of what we learned from Flashpoint, I, I'm, I, you know, I think that actually that comparison that Lauren drew out in the chat um, helps me kind of get in the right mindset for, for what we got coming up. Hey, uh, Bell, you know, um, something that I'm really looking forward to is, uh, you know, we, we've got a lot of great things going on in the DC TV fandom and also in the DC TV talk community. Uh, you know, I think now's a really good time to announce the fact that uh, starting this season, we are officially kind of growing up a little bit. We're officially coming up as part of a network. Uh, In fact, you, me, uh, the folks over at Supergirl TV Talk, uh, Starkville Labs, Starkville uh, House of L, Legends TV Talk, and and the iZombie podcast are all coming together to form a Justice League of Sorts in the DC TV Talk network. Are, are, are you excited, sir? I am. I think it's I think it's going to be neat to be a part of this because, you know, we all are, uh, 
you know, we, we've been on each other's shows and stuff. We all have a good rapport and it's going to be fun to, uh, to just talk DC talk over the next season with a, with a group of people that uh, are very interesting and like-minded. Yeah. Something that should come as a surprise to absolutely nobody. I mean, you know, we've, we've, we've been, uh, you know, it's, it's been great to kind of work within the DC TV, uh, podcasting community and, and to look like, uh, what's what's going on over there? But um, but yeah, no, it's 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 nice to kind of put a ring on it in a very uh, multiple multiverse kind of way. So if you want a window into the multiverse of DC TV podcast, check out dctvtalk.com. Uh, we are now officially announcing it. Consider this the official announcement. Uh, and uh, and you heard it here first, folks. That's fine. That's right. You'll find a, a network of podcasts dedicated to your favorite DC TV shows uh, from today, tomorrow, and beyond. Uh, and by the way, if uh, if there's a panel on there, if the, if you see one that says your podcast here and you happen to have a podcast about that subject or you're interested in starting a podcast about that subject, uh, let us know. We'd love to, to help uh, build you up and make sure that you are creating the kind of content that we can be proud of, just like all the podcasts featured there. So check it out. The iZombie podcast, Legends TV Talk, Starkville, House of L, Supergirl TV Talk, and of course, Flash TV Talk, all available at dctvtalk.com. Now, uh DS Honey, by the way, in the chat is is making comment about Starkville giving us our name back. We we need to kind of address this, I guess. So uh, we we put this out on Twitter. I did acquiesce to their request. I I did uh, dr- jump in my car, drive out to Tupelo, had a, had a delicious pizza lunch with Derek Russell. Don't worry about who picked up the tab. He picked up the tab. <laughs> but uh, but but uh, but yeah, no, I I presented them with pizza, which was their uh, their you know. Uh, their whole deal about uh, making good on everything. And so, yeah, we, as far as I'm concerned, we are squared. And as far as they are concerned, we are, we are squared away. So uh, all is well and love and war and the war is squashed with them. Now this is kind of unfortunate bell. Cause I don't know if you know this, but uh, Charlie Bach, uh, the rock star who, who, who uh, created our, our outro music actually created a war anthem for us versus Starkville of uh, Starkville labs. Yes, yes. Please tell me we're going to play it. Okay, so this is this is absolutely incredible. It is an amazing uh, uh, <laughs> call to arms and just a, a great way to kind of, uh, you know, uh, theoretically kick off this war between us and Starkville Labs. And, and it kind of ends on, on something of a big, uh, you know, uh, big actionable note that unfortunately uh, goes against what actually happened in, in you know, in reality. So, uh, so one way or the other. <laughs> Uh, stay tuned to the end of the show and we'll play that as our outro. It's uh, it's a great one. Uh, you know, obviously, uh, Charlie does an amazing job. Uh, Charlie, by the way, uh, a new daddy. So congrats to him. Yeah. Congrats. Yeah. Little, little, little kid flash on uh, little kid Charlie on uh, <laughs> on the scene. Yeah. So. <laughs> So that's exciting. Calling in right now, we got Mr. Will Benson, host of Legends TV Talk. Co-host. I, co- well, okay, okay. One, one of the co one of the the several co-hosts of, of Legends TV Talk. Will we're all co-hosts. Yes, exactly. But I don't want to, you know, it makes it sound like I'm a host. And I mean, you, my friend, or if, if we were to rank it, it would be you, then Kyle, then the dog, then Jesus, <laughs> then me. Uh, where am I on that list? I, I feel like I should be on that list. Well, yeah, you you're like the godfather. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll take that. So I'm, I'm above the list is what you're saying. Absolutely. All right. I'll- Absolutely. <laughs> I'm, I'm so vain. I will take that. Thank you very much. Uh, well, man, so glad to have you on the show and, and gearing up for this uh, this season, of course, not just for Flash TV Talk, uh, but also for DC TV Talk as a whole. You know, Legends. Absolutely. Uh, the, y'all, I mean, what, what are you thinking about in terms of this this coming season? Uh, well, let me let me ask you about Legends first. We'll talk about Flash in a second. Uh, but what are you most looking forward to for this season of Legends? Well, to tell you the truth, I, I'm just looking looking forward to regular television again my tuesdays and my wednesdays or whatever night they're doing arrow now have been just boring i mean i took up basket weaving um i took up things like you know uh caricature drawing and you know charcoal painting i want all this to be true (laughs) i i've taken up uh belly button lint uh collecting and i'm telling you i mean i've got a nice collection of that one of those is true, but uh, I mean, I'm just looking forward to like, you know, seeing where things go. I kind of, I'm hopeful that legends maintains the fun it's had without, um, maybe some of the just shoddy writing that they had last season. And, um, now, now, now last season, yes, there was shoddy writing, but like the, the season, bef- the first season, that's like, yeah, oh yeah, that's schlock city. 
yeah, it, I mean, it was way an upgrade. I mean, this is, you know, it's certainly now better than Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. and, you know, the Legends of Inhumans or whatever they're calling it now. <laughs> yeah, the, Legends the, of the, the, the Disney made me do it. The the freaking, uh, exactly. we weren't going to renew Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but then Disney made me do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I'm looking forward to that. I, I'm, you know, I'm definitely looking forward to Flash getting back on the air and, you know, where they're going to go with all of this stuff and the Speed Force and, I mean, I so wish, like you, Bo, the return of Barry Allen story was, I wish they were going here with that. I mean, I don't think so, but, I mean, that's my time, man. I mean, from, I started reading. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Well, I just started reading Flash during the trial of Barry Allen. I actually still have the books, like, and then I followed him right into Crisis and then right into, you know, Wally West during the, uh, the early years with Jackson Geist doing the artwork and uh, Mester Loeb's was writing. And then when Mark Wade came in and everything started finally to click and, you know, that was Mark Wade's big story was return of Barry Allen. That's what put him back on the map. That's what made everybody start reading flash again. And the way he turned that around and he, and he brought that. And if you haven't read it, I mean, I think we've talked about it, but the, the fact that it wasn't Barry, and it was somebody else that was impersonating Barry and gave it kind of an origin. Gave him kind of an origin uh, story for 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 Eobard Thawne. Uh Yeah, no, I'm 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 right there with him, man. I mean, I think that if you if you think about uh, if you think about the return of Barry Allen, I would actually argue that it is the greatest Flash story ever told. Yes, honestly, I, I really do. I do think that. I mean, based on all of the the Flash, I mean, there's there have been amazing Flash storylines that are out there, but when it comes to the the return of Barry Allen. Uh, because it is very much a legacy uh, type of story, because Wally West is is front and center, because of the twist, because of it being an origin story, because of all of those different elements, man. Uh, and you're right, the impact that it had to to kind of breathe life back into the franchise is is you know without question something to to be looked at from a storytelling standpoint for comics on the whole. But man, this this Return of Barry Allen, it is the quintessential Flash story. It's Wally West coming into his own. Exactly. And it, it, it enabled the Speed Force and everything after it. It's why I miss Wally West, you know, until they brought him back in Rebirth. Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, I'm not, you know, even though, you know, maybe, I mean, there, there is still a chance. I mean, let's, let's not, let's not completely outlie. I mean, like we don't know what's coming out of the Speed Force when it's all said and done. We, we, they keep telling, maybe the fact that they keep telling us it's Barry Allen, that Barry Allen's coming back. Maybe that's kind of a hint that maybe Barry Allen actually isn't coming back. Maybe that's not actually Barry that we're getting out of the Speed Force. It's possible. And by the way, if, if that's what happens this season, freaking called it right here and now. <laughs> no, 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 no. You can't just speculate. You have to call it right now. You can't yeah, say you maybe that's it. it. You have to say it. No, this, say is, it. this is what I'm saying, man. This I've, Look, I've been speculating about this for, for since, you know, I think this is the end of last season, if I'm not mistaken. I've certainly been speculating right, about it all have been. So I'll, I'll go ahead and claim it right here and now. That is not Barry Allen. That is Eobard Thawne. I'm saying it right now so we can timestamp it and we can point back to it. And uh, and by the way, if I'm wrong, this is secretly Bovator. Um, all right. <laughs> okay, I, so, I, I don't. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Bill. No, I, I was going to say, so so Barry comes back. But what if it's it's, you know, like you're saying, it's not Barry, but it's Barry. And he sounds like Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> like. That's I what I think. What's happening? I'm sorry. It's bad Gilbert Godfrey. I'm bad. <laughs> <There it is. laughs> and I'm the fastest man alive. <laughs> <laughs> See, but can they do that storyline both out running the risk? I think they could have done it before the clone saga of Spider-Man. But don't you think mm-hmm. if they went a whole half a year with without Barry Allen being the flash and they pull the wool over our eyes? Like, don't you think that if they did that, there might be a backlash of like, ah, this is, you know blah stupid awful like can they do it without running that risk all right so i i would uh point to smallville i would point specifically to uh, i want to say it was like season eight it may have been before that when we got the the character of bizarro uh absolutely so they they told a very interesting story with bizarro he was originally like this like super phantom from the phantom zone that was right. constantly looking for a host and eventually found Clark. And by by binding with Clark, he was able to create a physical body for himself that would eventually become Bizarro and, and kind of told kind of an interesting story with that so that when sunlight hit him, it would make his face look like the Bizarro from the comics and, and all that kind of good stuff. And we even got a uh, kind of a, a, I think two, maybe three, I, I'm pretty sure it was two episodes 
where we thought we were spending time with Clark, but they revealed at the very end of kind of this cliffhanger that, no, this wasn't actually Clark at all. We've been spending all this time with Bizarro. And so I think there's actually a way to tell that kind of story where the audience doesn't quite... It, it, we, we don't even suspect that something's wrong. You know, I, I, I mentioned the idea of like, what if, what if Barry was lost in time? Like, what if we had a situation right. where Barry got stuck, he got trapped in the past and he has to run to the future. And so he's kind of having these unique adventures unto himself. And what if we ended up with, you know, maybe mid season, like, you know, maybe a full half of the season where Wally is becoming the flash and he's trying to find his own Barry's fighting his way to come back to the present and to Iris and to central city. And we end with like a mid-season finale of thinking that we got Barry back, that he finally made his way back to the present, uh, back back from the past Samurai Jack. And it ends up being not, you know, and then we spend a couple of episodes until we learn that actually this Barry that we thought was the Barry that we followed all season and, and, and is the Barry that's been back was actually Eobard Thawne. And that Eobard locked up Barry from that last time jump from kind of mid-season. And, you know, he's actually kind of, you know, uh, somewhere, you know, locked in a cage somewhere, you know, like it's, it's possible. There's a yeah. way to tell that story and it doesn't have to be now, I guess is my point. Like it's very right. possible that they could tee that up for a later season. It's such a powerful one. It's such a quintessential flash story that I, I would, given the love that this series has had for the source material, yes, they've told it their own way. And I think what I just pitched actually is a very unique way of telling that story. Um, right. But I think it, even if it doesn't have to be this season, maybe maybe next season makes more sense. But I, I, but I would love to see that happen at some point. Could they tell that story, though? Okay, without keeping Wally – I mean, think about it. Part of what really worked about that return of Barry Allen story was the fact that Wally had already been Flash now for 60 issues or something like that. I think it was issue 55. So they'd already been following him for about five years. And Barry comes back, and really what was the gut shot of that story was when Barry started going bad – and Barry started being like, you know, you're not the Flash. I'm the only Flash. Right. You know, he left him trapped in that combine trap, all that stuff. Can you tell this story without Wally being the main character? You know, that's that would be my only question on. The I think so. Bringing this to yeah. You. No, I think so. I think if you, like I said, if if you if you find a way to make. Wally's story run. Uh, think about think about what we saw with Arrow. Think about the earliest seasons Absolutely. of Arrow. We saw two con- con- congruent stories going on with Oliver Queen and Arrow. Essentially, that's what we got, right? We got Oliver Queen's story on the island, and we got Arrow's story in Star City. Now, yes, they I were agree. the exact same actor, and they were the exact, to some extent, the exact same character, but they were very different characters. They were very different takes on the character. And so I think okay. that there's a way that you can simult- simultaneously tell two stories to to basically lift Wally up to that title status, which is important. If you are telling a Flash story and you are going to have the narrative of the family aspect of the Flash and the legacy aspect of the Flash, which is crucial. I mean, that's one of the reasons why The Return of Barry Allen is one of the greatest stories of all time is because it is a legacy story. The Flash is a mantle that gets passed down from generation to generation. It is probably the truest and, and most fulfilled uh, a, a mantle that is passed throughout the DCT or the DC uh, comic book heroes. And so from that standpoint, I think that there is a huge opportunity for this TV show to do something that really hasn't been done. And not, I'm not saying that Grant Gustin can't be a, a, a title character that he can't kind of facilitate that primary role. I'm saying, take your Wally and grow him and lift him up and let's see both these guys be the flash. And by the way, when, when we get an impulse, because I'm looking at my clock right Agreed. here and, and you know, it looks like this Barry and Iris thing, you know, it seems like we're kind of getting to the point where the will they won't they is far beyond They're They're getting to a point where I think we all want them to, you know, be together and have that solid relationship and not kind of wonder whether or not it's going to happen. And, uh, and I think that means that we got to see an impulse pretty soon, right? Totally agree. Totally well, agree. I- I don't know. I don't think we're fully done with the will they won't they yet because of the promo you see like and if you read the uh, the text for the promo, it's, you know, Iris deals with Barry abandoning her for six months while he went to fix the speed force. So I think there's still going to be some drama in their relationship at the start of the season. I'm hopeful that it won't last for, you know, the entire season and that we'll actually, you know, get some progression in the relationship and maybe see an impulse or something like that. But uh, it's it's it's. I don't know. I don't, I don't think they're 
quite done with the romantic uh, uh, frustrations yet between Barry and Iris hmm. because, you know, that's that's part of their demographic. And I think they're going to want to try to, you know, milk that for everything that they can. Uh, so, yeah, as much as I'd like to see them be husband, wife and be Barry Allen and Iris West, uh, Allen Westland. Yeah, Westland. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't know. I don't know if it's going to happen just yet off the bat. All right, fair enough. Well, hey, uh, speaking of of DC TV properties and and the fun that uh, exists out in the world uh, and beyond, uh, Will, I don't know if you saw this, but uh, it was announced officially in the last couple of uh, I think forty eight hours here that uh, that that the Adam has been confirmed as a new playable character on the Injustice Two uh, video game. Have you seen this? Absolutely, I saw that. And it so looks I'm like they're taking inspiration specifically from the DC TV version of the Atom with kind of the Iron Atom. I mean, obviously he has kind of a armored gear and uh, the play style looks very unique considering that while fighting, he actually like shrinks down to like microscopic levels. <laughs> you know, yeah, that looks thanks for really bringing cool. that up. Yeah, yeah, it, it looks super neat. And thanks for bringing that up, Bo, because I just a shout out to Rossi Campbell on Twitter. Uh, we we. we we gotta we gotta get a meet up here at some point because uh, he's going to kick my butt in injustice, and so <laughs> I just wanted to let the world know. Uh, <laughs> but yes, Ross, I'll I will figure that out at some point, and you can kick my butt on injustice. Well, well, Bo, or Bell, let me just tell you right now, okay? I also play on the PlayStation platform, and if you feel like you need to after Ross kicks your butt, kick somebody else's. I am the absolute worst at this game. I own it, <laughs> and it's the sixty dollars that that I wish I never spent because I <laughs> am just awful. I mean, just bad. I mean, I could finish the storyline on easy and, yeah. um, yeah, yeah. I have no head for this particular brand of video game. I love it. It's fun. The storyline is very engrossing and great, but it's just like, wow, I'm just, just bad at this. Will, just, just horrible. You and I need to jump <laughs> back on together, man, because like, yes. I, honestly, like I, I'm, I'm terrible too. I thought I was doing good, but then they had a local competition here, like a, a whole bracket system and everything. And uh, yeah, I got, I got swamped. Like I literally, <laughs> they, they just like mopped my body all over the floor when it was all said and done. It was just terrible. See, now, now both spells blood in the water. <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten decent with atrocities. I can I can do I can do some some fun stuff with Atrocitus. I can actually like, like chain combos and stuff. And then for a minute there, I was learning Red Hood, and I was trying to figure him out. Uh, and uh, but yeah, like Atrocitus is my go-to. Like if it's going on randos, I'm I'm pretty much done. But maybe if you're playing a character that you're not good with, and I'm playing Atrocitus, <laughs> I may win. <laughs> I do good with Blue Beetle, but I think everybody does good with Blue Beetle. So. Well, yeah, one way or the other, man, we're we're uh, glad to have you on tonight. Thanks so much for for calling Anytime. in. Anytime. And uh, yeah, any, any you want to give a, a quick plug, real quick, for Legends TV Talk? Yeah, uh, Legends TV Talk. We're gonna be back on the air. We uh, start recording. I think we said next Thursday, right? Well, but yes, that's next Thursday. Uh, uh, we're gonna be going live, I believe, and that should be at seven p.m. Central standard or daylight or whatever it is right now central time there we go we'll just say that <laughs> i think by that time we actually have a bit of a a, a daylight saving situation coming up yeah i know right i'm not looking forward to that <laughs> or wait no is it fall forward or spring back or spring forward and fall back which one gives me more sleep that's all i care about you know time travel is weird and so is will and uh we just, hi i'm back oh there he i is. will okay <laughs> I don't know how much of that you got. So yeah, Bell, Bell got you covered on the uh, the last last half of it. Will, thanks so much for jumping in, and uh, man, looking forward to some DC TV talk. Can't wait to talk to you guys next. Take care. We'll talk to you soon, and uh, we'll Bell. I'll talk to you next. Absolutely. All right, we got uh, Camilla who's going to be joining us here in just a couple of minutes. But uh, but first, you know, in, in between calls, I'm I'm kind of doing big reveals and want want to let you guys know that uh, this season we're doing something a little bit different. Um, we of course do the the podcast live the day after the Flash launches, and uh, you know we'll have all the information about that at the end of uh, the the episode. But uh, we're going to try something a little bit different this year. We're actually going to be doing hot takes as soon as the episode airs. Um, we'll actually do uh, Facebook live videos to kind of give you some immediate thoughts on the episode. Uh, so just the very fresh, you know, not, not as well researched, not as well, like remembering exactly who the characters are and their names and all that kind of stuff, but a quick five, 10 minute episodes to kind of uh, a Facebook live video exclusives uh, for those of you following us there. So uh, yeah, follow us on Facebook for more information on that. And I believe now joining us online, 
Uh, we are about to have uh, Camilla. Hello. Hey, Camilla. Hello. Or, or AKA Camel, we should say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome to Flash TV Talk. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing great, especially for you being back. Oh, thank you so much. Now, where are you based out of? Uh, Norway. All right, man. I've oh, always cool. wanted to go to Norway. I've never actually been. Bill, have you been to Norway? I haven't, and I keep watching all of these food shows on Norway, and I want to just live there for the rest of my life. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Does Norwegian food live up live up to the hype? Yeah, I would say so. I guess <laughs> into America and tried some American food, and they are good. But yeah, Norwegian food is pretty pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> right on. <laughs> Well, okay, so we got season four coming up right now with, of course, uh, you know, everything we've talked about tonight. But but let us know, what do you think? Uh, you know, season four, what are you most looking forward to? Oh, I don't know. Everything is just, it's, I'm so excited to see everyone back. And I was hoping that, that the barrier wouldn't take too long to come back. Yeah. So yeah, I'm excited. I, I do. I do think you know that there does seem to be kind of a um, a pretty strong camp that's very happy that, that Barry is coming back so quickly. I mean, obviously Grant Gustin has done a, jo- a great job with the character, and um, yeah. one of the things that we've seen throughout the last past seasons is that uh, you know Barry never quite learns, so he's always <laughs> trying to learn, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's, what What do you think that uh, Barry will be learning going into this season? It's based off the pictures I've seen and stuff. It seems like he has gotten a lot. He's almost like Brainiac, a bunch of uh, stuff in his head, just being some of the crazy guys, like in prisons, just writing down a bunch of craziness that no one knows about. So I don't know. It maybe it's overloaded. Oh, that's that. Now that's a really interesting concept. I hadn't thought about it from that standpoint. But do you think like the Speed Force did like a download into his brain? I have no idea what he did to him, but maybe they did something like put a bunch of knowledge in him or or something. Yeah, but see, it seems pretty exciting to see where it goes with that. Now, I have right. you no know, idea. Yeah, that. he seems different, right? Like uh, yeah. when you watch the promo, it's just it doesn't look like usual Barry. It looks like kind of like aloof, sort of uh, disconnected Barry. It's not like the Barry that we're norm- that we're normally used to. It's 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 interesting to see just just from the little clips that we see and how different he looks. Yeah, like in the beginning, you can see that he's really not himself at first. He's, he's like really reborn. He's not really Barry at first. So maybe he won't be like the Barry that left last season. He will be a new Barry that. That's interesting. So one of the things that we've speculated before is that, you know, the, the speed force entity that Barry has had to deal with in the past mm-hmm. is perhaps an amalgam of every speedster from all existence and all time kind of uh, merged into one. So essentially he's talking to himself, just a later uh, kind of, you know, post-mortem version of himself. Um, do you think that, I mean, like, do you think that it's possible that he could have merged with that entity that like somehow that, that entity is taking control of, of, this, you know, physical Barry? Yeah, I've heard that too. A lot of people are explaining that. And that might be the case. I I don't know yet. I guess we have to see the episode next week first to see what's happening. But yeah, it could be. I, I do like the idea of like him having this download of like knowledge beyond, you know, kind of mortal comprehension. Because, you know, if he is to go up against more of a cerebral villain... Uh, then, then, you know, having kind of that advantage would, would make a lot of sense. What about, what about for our supporting cast, you know, in terms of, you know, obviously we, we got from the previews, a kind of a, a hint at what's going on with, um, you know, with, with Iris, with, uh, Caitlin, but I, I do think that it seems like vibe that Cisco really has been kind of the, the breakout star of those, of those previews. Uh, but, but what do you think in terms of, uh, the supporting cast? Yeah, I'm excited for, for vibe and, um, and this, the other girl, I never remember her name, um, get to work out more and see Kid Flash uh, try to be more like a Flash character. Mm. It's going to be cool. And see him be Flash while Flash is gone. It's going to be cool and see him be more a true hero and not just like a sidekick. So that's going to be cool. And I can't wait to see Caitlyn back to her old self, maybe, or at least not bad, because I really miss that. And I love Caitlyn. And to see where Iris is going. All right, interesting. So you're actually more of a fan of good Caitlyn versus killer Caitlyn. Yeah, I like uh, killer Caitlyn too, but more good Caitlyn, yeah. Okay, all right, fair enough, fair enough. I mean, like, you know, it, it is... Uh, I, I struggle with that because I do like Caitlyn as a character, 
But mm -hmm. given, I, I still feel very strongly that the destiny of that character is to be a villain. And she does play it. Like she plays that kind of, you know, innocent, almost, almost mousy kind of scientist in a, in a very good way, which makes her, you know, very, you know, aggressive, very like, you know, like lashing out with the cold, uh, in, in, and not just like the physical, like temperature sense, but also in kind of the emotional sense as well. Like she plays both sides of those coins. That actress plays both sides of the coins very well. But at the same yeah. time, like I almost feel, you know, like if, if she doesn't become that villain, or, or let me put it this way. If, if she embraces the power, but does not become a villain, are we just getting Elsa from frozen? Like, like, is there, <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, like, I don't, I, I get the comparison there and a little bit of nod there is fine. And, you know, we'll be making, let it go memes throughout every time, every time she uses her <laughs> yeah. power. It's just part of it. But at the same time, like, you know, she is intended. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like she is still intended to be a villain in the show. Yeah, it seems like she's still Killer Frost, but she kind of merged with herself in a way where she can now be both. So mm. it seems like she could still be Killer Frost, but maybe not as, as bad as season three. Now, now Belle, remind me, she has not killed anybody yet, right? She froze a dude's arm off, right? That was ours? Or was that Earth 2? No, like like when she was going to her mom to get help with the tests and like she accidentally froze the guy's arm off, right? Uh, she froze his arm, but I don't yeah, think it came yeah. off, did it? I, I, I don't yeah, remember for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I don't, I think, don't she's think she's killed, killed anyone. anyone yet, no. Okay. Yeah. No. So, so that, that, I think that's kind of the big, big component, right? Like you, you literally can't be killer frost if you haven't actually killed anybody. And they, uh, yeah. Sa Savitar she's actually just frost. <laughs> yeah. Right. But in Savitar actually did a pretty good job. Been of, trying. A lot of people have stopped her. So mm -hmm. that's true. Yeah. Well, in, in Savitar was kind of holding that over her head to some extent last season, like, right. Like, Oh, you call yourself killer yeah. frost, but you haven't actually done this yet. And so I do think that that is the path of no return. Um, and, you know, that being said, I, even if they take her to that level, if she does kill, if she does do something that is unforgivable um, and, and they make her into a villain, I'm, I would still love to see a redemption story, but not one where she ends up becoming a hero, just one where she ends up kind of, you know, accepting what she's done and kind of, you know, have, going on that character arc. I just, I don't, I, I just, I don't know. For some reason, I have a hard time wrestling with the idea of like, her being a, a heroic character. <laughs> I don't mind her being a sympathetic character. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Vibe, you mentioned, of course, uh, obviously he's he's decked out in gear this season, uh, or at least from the promos that we've gotten, um, seeing him kind of almost being a little bit of a sidekick to Kid Flash, or at least that's the way that I was reading it. But what do you think? Do you think uh, he's playing more of the primary hero, or is he more of a sidekick? He's always been like he didn't want to be a hero, and he didn't even want to use his powers because he was a mm. afraid and, and scared. But... I think he's trying to be more of a hero now, at least help like Flash and Barry. He, he wants to be a sidekick because he doesn't really want to take over, I guess. I, I'm not sure. But yeah, I think he's like the helper. Yeah. Th there's that scene in the trailer that I've, I've keep going like back to in my head where, you know, there's the samurai and Kid Flash and Vibe are, are kind of facing off. Yeah. And he talks about the flash and then it, it cuts and it's hard to know when this happens or, or where we you know which part of the story it is. But vibe turns to kid flash goes, he says he wants to see the flash. And of course the energy of the commercial, the, the preview is about building up to, so Barry Allen's going to return. But do you think that he's actually teeing up to kid flash? Like, Hey man, this is your moment. Or what do you think? What, I mean, how did you interpret that line? Yeah, maybe in that moment he's like, well, he wants to see the Flash. I guess you're just going to go and get the Flash, a.k.a. you have to go and change. So he, <laughs> yeah. Because I don't think they have gotten him out yet. And he's wanted to get the Flash, and Flash is nowhere to. And that's when they are like re realizing that, okay, we, need, we really need to get the Flash back. I, he, but, city. but you mentioned the change, right? So do you think we're going to see Wally donning some red this season? Oh, him too getting a new suit already. That would be really cool. I'm just uh, saying. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm not sure. I saw a picture here earlier with uh, Jesse Quick and Flash, uh, Kid Flash, switching colors. Oh. Where I like Kid Flash in red, but didn't like Kid uh, Jesse Quick in 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 yellow and red. But yeah, it, he's, he looks. He would look good in red. 
I do wonder if if they do that with Jesse Quick kind of um, you know wearing the the yellow. Would they actually go like? Would maybe she call herself Impulse during that time? Um, that Ooh. yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to. I'm not saying that's a substitute for Bart, but it might be a nice tee up for you know for Bart coming in because you got to remember like Jesse Quick. Like that's what we call her, but that's not what the universe calls her. Like nobody knows her in universe as Jesse Quick beyond us. And, you know, obviously uh, uh, Harrison Wells, you know, refers to her as kind of a, a fatherly nickname. Um, so her kind of taking on a, uh, a char- you know, a, uh, impulse as her hero name. You know, we've, we've actually seen characters take on um, uh, impulse in, in in a similar capacity. I guess I'm, I'm thinking of, of course, uh, Smallville, um, second Smallville reference tonight. Uh, won't be the last. <laughs> uh, where where you know obviously um, uh, they could not get access to Barry, so they actually had Bart, and instead of being able to even call him the Flash, they had to call him Impulse um, because of a lot of the embargoes that were going on at the time. And of course, you know, Impulse being Bart's name that he donned, I, I think that that's something that can be something of a mantle and and passed on to a couple of different characters. And yeah, I, I, Jesse Quick in Yellow sounds weird. Jesse Quick as Impulse in Yellow may may flow a little bit better. Mm. Maybe yeah, and be a nice kind of nod to to when eventually uh, we do see Bart. Well, uh, well, Cam L, any any other thoughts about this season going in? What else uh, l- looking forward to? Uh, no, uh, Flash's new suit. And see the characters back, and uh, yeah, the bad guys. And I don't know everything. <laughs> it's gonna be a fun. I one. can't. Yeah, I can't really think of anything right now but yeah it's gonna be great <laughs> well no worries well Camille, thanks so much for calling in we really appreciate you tuning in and uh yeah you're welcome thanks it's gonna, it's gonna be a lot of fun yeah i appreciate yes. it all right well man uh you know i i mentioned uh not the last uh smallville reference because i do want to make mention of this before we uh before we wind down uh did you see this article about tom welling of course who played clark kent on smallville kind of expressing interest in coming on the flash now was this in context to his role on smallville or is this just i want to be on the flash in any context it's a little bit of both i think i think you know you know so tom welling is kind of shied away from leaning into you know his his role for fear of being tight cast as as you know with with other supermen who have come before him but at the same time you know it's been a couple of years and (laughs) you gotta go with (laughs) what you're known for at some extent and so i think he's starting to kind of uh, get get more in line and, and kind of embrace you know, this is where my fan base is. Uh, but no, he, he kind of, I think expressed an interest in, in coming on the flash and in, in some kind of capacity. And I, the way that he teed it up, or at least was teed up as part of that, um, as part of that, that conversation was, you know, potentially with the multiple earths out there, perhaps Smallville exists within the multiverse of the DC TV universe. Now that hints at something that, that, you know, we, here at Flash TV Talk, and I know other podcasters, bloggers, and fans of this this franchise have said, but um, but we would love uh, the idea of a a a crisis beyond just Earth X, a crisis of infinite multiverse television series where you actually have several of these characters coming together at some point. And I think if they were to bring in Tom Welling as Clark Kent slash Superman for an episode of The Flash, and specifically the Smallville Superman, that would be huge that would be avengers level stop hold the freaking phones everybody pays attention you think about all those gangbuster smallville numbers they got back in the day all of those viewers would stop what they were doing come back to the flash to watch that episode the ratings would be off the chart because it would essentially and and realistically be a continuation of the smallville story if only for an episode because of that specifically character uh just popping out of his earth and coming onto ours for an adventure that would be huge, man. That would be amazing. Yeah, but then everybody else would be like, wait, I thought Superman was already on Supergirl. Why wouldn't it look like him? Because multi... No, man. Flash, first of all... Multiverse, they all look the same. Uh, no, they don't. Because if as, you, do. as you recall, um, not not all of them do. Well, I guess there's infinite Earth, so there's infinite... Like, I, I, I'm Superman on Earth, 11 billion. Okay, remember... I mean, I know it was just like a, you know... It's a, it's more of an Easter egg of a joke, but remember when the Adam was like, "Hey, she kind of looks like my cousin." Yeah, you know. So maybe Adam has a cousin that happens to look like Supergirl, and because on a different Earth, you know, 
Superman looks a lot like the Atom. I'm just saying, man. It's the way the multiverse works, and it works in mysterious ways. Yeah. Okay. I'll give you that. And to be fair, I mean, like you know, I I think that um, you know, I could see it happening, and I think I think that the benefits outweigh the negatives, or, or rather, the the benefits definitely outweigh the um, the complications, and so. It's worth exploring. I hope that they they go there. If Tom Welling is willing to be that, Tom Welling is willing. Yeah, if, if Welling is willing, then it is uh-huh. far, 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 far worth anybody stopping what they're doing to get that man to play Clark Kent again. Now, here's the deal. I realize that a lot of people are going to be upset because they're going to want to see him specifically in like a Superman costume because that's what many people felt like they wanted out of that show. I was fine with never getting it out of the show because that was never the promise of what that show was about. And I like, I would be even be, I would actually be taken back a little bit if we got Clark Kent, Smallville Clark Kent on the flash and he was wearing a Superman suit. That would make, that would not feel right to me because I've never really known that character to wear that suit. Now I know that he does and I know that he does in the continual comic books. Um, But I think there's a way to maintain that tone by having him pop over to earth one Without, you know, oh, I left my suit in my other earth. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's a way to have him be Superman without having to be Superman or at least, uh, you know, garbed up or, or, you know, wearing the costume and everything. So I'm just, I'm just throwing that out there. I really hope that at some point. No, this is what it is. Oh, come on, man. No, no. He comes back, but he has to time travel from the future, but he lives in an earth where James Cameron's time travel technology exists. So he travels back in time and to another earth. But he has to be naked. Naked Tom Welling. So he can't have a suit. The, the, the ratings Welling. the ratings are shooting through the roof. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, it wouldn't be the first time that he was naked on TV. Hey-o. Um, all right. So, uh, so yeah. So, th- so there's that last little bit. Well, hey, just uh, in review of some of the things that we've talked about tonight uh, in between calls, we wanted to remind you that, uh, yes, Flash TV Talk, now officially part of the DC TV Talk Network. Learn more about the DC TV podcast ded- ded- dedicated to your favorite DC TV shows at dctvtalk.com. A lot of love for all the folks over there. Also, we've got something new headed your way this season. We got hot takes happening on our Facebook page. So be sure to uh, be to like our Facebook page. And as soon as the episode airs here on the what is this? The East Coast? No, this is this is the Center Coast. Yeah, but like the Center Coast and the East Coast technically air at the same time, even though it's different time zones, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I, uh, no, no. Uh, is it like nine eight central kind of thing. Yeah, but it's nine there. It's eight here. But we're literally watching at the exact. Oh same. yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. No, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So after the East Coast airing, we'll have uh, hot takes immediately. Um, five to fifteen minutes somewhere in there. Just uh, initial uh, Facebook live videos that'll be exclusive on that on that uh, channel. Uh, so facebook.com slash flash TV talk to get that information. And, uh, and yeah, Oh, by the way, big thanks. We'll, we'll, we'll mention this at the top of our, our first episode back, but big thanks to those of you who are patrons of the show, um, who have signed up to support it in this coming season. Uh, I cannot thank you enough for doing that. It is the reason that we will be able to bring you more content and, uh, continue the show for another season. And Bell and I, we were actually talking just before this podcast went live and we want to do something special starting this season and hopefully ongoing. And that is for every single patron of flash TV talk. What we want to do on a seasonal basis is actually give you something of ours. And that is specifically, uh, something of bells, <laughs> my teeth. No, no bell. Hang on. We're not going with the teeth. No, we're, going with the teeth. we're not going with the teeth, man. It's creepy. And you, you only got so many. Yeah, I know. That's why it's super special. It is, but we can't do that every season. Okay. All right. All right. Fair enough. Uh, no, no, not Bell's teeth. Um, for becoming a patron, uh, what we want to do for you guys is actually give away a special, unique custom art print uh, to those of you at the end of every single season. So if you would like to get a custom print uh, featuring Ring That Bell's art, the artist that brought you the brogues, the artist that brought me uh, so many uh, good, <laughs> so many good drawings from high school, uh, as well as so many amazing uh, art artwork into his own right. Um, we will have a, a, a print inspired by the season as it goes along and, uh, and we will be shipping that out. So you'll actually get some physical goods at the end of the season for supporting the show. So head over to patreon.com slash TV talk, uh, sign up to become a patron at any level 
will will set you up for that particular reward. There's more rewards based on various levels. Uh, so you may decide that you want to support the show at more than uh, one buck an episode. Uh, but that's all you got to do in order to, uh, yeah, get, get the goods by the end of the season. So head over there, TV talk, I'm sorry, patreon.com slash TV talk. Help us make this season happen. Uh, this season of flash TV talk. And, uh, yeah, we just really appreciate you guys for doing it. So, uh, beyond that, we also want to encourage you keep up with us. Let's get hyped as we uh, go week to week. You can follow us on Twitter at flash TV talk. And if 140 characters is enough to express your love for our show, feel free to email us at flash at podastery.com. That's P-O-D-A-S-T-E-R-Y.com. And for the latest news, daily discussion, and hot takes after every single episode, be sure to follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash flash TV talk. Special thanks to new daddy, Charlie Bach. As always, you can find his stuff at soundcloud.com slash Charlie Bach. Review the A show on iTunes. You know, we like to give away uh, free uh, d- digital comics every uh, multiple of 10 that we get in terms of our reviews. And you guys have been doing a great job of keeping us reviewed. So head over there, write us a review. And uh, beyond that, guys, we are one week away. Season four is here, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be a blast. Stick around because we'll be back in a flash. after us. I can't have that. They have accused us of being honorless, among other things. Death before dishonor. That's the way I see it. Honorless. They have dishonored us. We have to kill them. Kill them. Kill them. Kill them. We're way past it. Way past it. We're talking about war.